off the cuff worldwide, baby We moving good in that Louis, like You should bring a friend as a two-piece, like uh. In around my place and a movie And for dessert I wanna taste Raise the lens and feed my face yeah. Eat it up uh. I can tell that you start eating up Girl, let me know when it's deep enough That's when I'm gonna start speeding up But you are the type of chick That I get along with Baby, you mean my kids Cause these are my favorite <laughs> Officially, we are officially here. We're back on the remote island. <laughs> it's the remote <laughs> island, you know. It's giving. We it's giving in, lockdown. That's what it's giving. We're, yeah, we're in Shutter Island. I can't believe this, bro. No, never thought I see the day we back here. Ah, oh, mate. But, but thank God it for is. technology and you know uh, the ability to adapt. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, Give God all the glory, as they say. Oh, that's there we go. Man, just put it on God. Yeah, give God all the glory. Yeah, give God all the, all, all the glory at all times, though, isn't it? Small, small mishaps in that. Why is this thing? What's trying going to on? see uh, if um, because your thing is looking like your thing. What do you, you mean? I'm saying it's like if you if you look at the um the levels on the bottom. Okay. Your thing is looking solid. Yeah, you're just coming through clean though. You're hitting all the. It's peaking well. It looks clean on here. I can see both <laughs> bars. Yeah, mm. so bro, don't worry about it, man. You're coming through clean. I've got the headphones in as well, so mm. yeah, let's, let's just keep good mic discipline. We're nowhere in the studio right now. Apologies yeah. to our listeners. You're listening to this uh, a couple of days later than usual. Yeah, we just had some small, small technicals, but we uh, had to. We couldn't leave you guys uh, starving for a week and that. And it wouldn't yeah, feel man. right not recording as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I jinxed us anyway because I was like, yo, Chris is on holiday. It's just us two. We've got no guests. We can record remotely anyway. Man, we're studio. It's true, you know. You did say that. And I was like, nah, man. I'm trying <laughs> to get <laughs> trying to get the, <laughs> the thing as crispy as possible. But um, yeah, it just wasn't meant to be, man. Um, I messed up on this one. So um, yeah, direct all the, the hate mob to me. No, I lied for you anyway. I said um, the far corrupted. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> on there being extra honest in that, but yeah, it was Vance's fault, man. But we forgive him, innit? So yeah, us in the RNA community, the cufflinks, and they're on too small, small on that. Do I like our mm. winners in that? They've got a certain level of understanding, but one thing you want to do is not take people for granted, don't it, car? If you get that one week or you don't, it's late or there's no communication or there's no episode. Yeah, before you know it, they'll they'll find something to fill their Thursday Thursday gap. So yeah, honestly. You got, you got to be Honestly, careful on these bro, podcast streets. Got to be careful on these podcast streets, man. But you know, like you got to feed the streets. Yeah, and I missed it as well, man. I was like, listen, we there's nothing worse than having a good episode or some or something you felt was good or like you enjoyed that conversation more than anything. And then for whatever yeah. reason, that it either isn't good level wise, doesn't come out, it comes out late, you know, because trying to replicate that energy we had on Tuesday. Hey man, oh, it's Friday, yeah, it's man. The, 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 the week's over. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't record the Friday after a long week, so where's the drink at? Yeah, yeah no, listen, where's the, where, the juice? <laughs> I might need something stronger. 
Yeah, but yeah. I might need something stronger than that, you know. It's mad because I shouldn't be complaining. We've had a four day week. If you're in the UK, we all had like a nice bank holiday weekend after the um the King's coronation. Coronation, sorry. Um, and even though it's been four days, it felt like a five day week. Like they've really got their money's worth out of me this week. Yeah, listen, man. Like I've seen, I bro, even scanning the timeline. Like when I had, when I've had the time this week, I've seen people say. Rah, but I've really worked for my money this week or today, and I'm like, yeah, that's for all the people that in the same the boat. People, yeah, for all the people that didn't sing the national anthem, that you didn't pledge your allegiance to the king. They said, oh yeah, before you got away scot free, you're gonna earn your money this week, boy. <laughs> king Charles's face is soon coming on that money. You better earn it. Yeah, it's true. That's it's when true. that's when it's yeah. gonna feel really real when that that changeover happens and like you got the king's face no, on the money. No more Lizzie on the money. No more Lizzie, boy. Uh, Shouts out to him to say, you might have to change your clothing line to something else. <laughs> yeah, for real. Called it Lizzie. Uh, Lizzie ain't here no more, so. Yeah, yeah. That's so. mad, you know, thinking about it, like, because all I can remember is the Queen. Of course, that yeah. Symbol of her face, like, on the money is it's just like, you can't escape it. Do you know what I mean? We see money every day. You know, whether it's a penny okay, or big ball, a, a, a shot caller. Man, so we see money every day. I love that. I said, I said whether it's a penny. <laughs> <laughs> I included a penny in there. Because <laughs> I ain't no money, man. I'll tell you that much. It's an every penny um, counts, man. I hear you. Yeah, I've got two pence right in front of me, right okay. here. Okay. And Broski, mm. the, it's going to be the king's face. Nah, man, it don't, it don't feel right. But you better keep some of them, some of them coins, man. You never know; they might be worth something uh, down the line, innit? Mm, like the two pound coin from like the the Queen's last jubilee. Yeah, that I'm sure I've got some in now somewhere. Um, yeah, yeah, keep holding like, it. The, the first note to have the King's face on it is True. something, or or the first like two pound coin or the fifty p, like certain things. Just keep. Yeah, I'm sure they'll you, you release something know. to commemorate that. So yeah. Yeah, and you know how people are, man. Collectors are, and these things. Like, oh my gosh, it's worth like the first iPod. If you still have that boxed, fresh, yeah, it's it's like ten bags on the market. Serious? Mm. I'm about to go digger in, in, around in, in the um in the garage in that. Yeah, but boxed up, bro, untouched. Okay, I can't cap. I don't think it's boxed up, but I think there is. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Let me not lie. It's not boxed up. But we we can find a box. Mm, we can find yeah. we can find a box. Yeah, we can find one, bro. So I know I, I know it. we did speak on Tuesday. We can have a little recap and that. Um, yeah, if I remember correctly, you're like me. Did you didn't watch the coronation? Did you? I watched it in parts. Okay, there we go. I watched it in parts. Um, actually, wait. We need to do the intro before we start. Bro, I'm, I'm, bro, bro, I, I, I'm all for <laughs> enough because we're once recording on, on, on a whole different day. But <laughs> well, let's get to regular yeah. schedule programming. Hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. We are back. A good, honest conversation. Never hurt anyone. Yes. You're listening for the first week. Uh, my name is False Forever. And I'm Mr. Vans. Shout out to the Chrissy Hive. Chrissy Hive. Still Chris- on annual leave. Yeah, still on annual leave, man. Enjoying our life, you know, sunshine. Mm. Sending me regular updates. Oh, today's 32 degrees. How's the weather in London? Oh, don't worry. Oh, you'll, you'll meet us here, man. Yeah, for real, for Whatever real. weather's Doing here. Up- Doing up drink connoisseur and IG stories, bro. She used to like, man. We didn't. We, that's not what the people want to see, man. 
They don't want to see cocktails, man. Show something else, man. Oh, mad, 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 mad. You think you hey, think you're on holiday and people want to just see you show us cocktails? Nah, man. Show us the, the new looks, the fits, and you know, and the scenery. What the, close fr- what the close friends content. I mean, if 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 that's where your mood is at, then yeah. That's what people would be, listen, you know what it's like when you go away, you have more, there's more activity on your page. People are more, you know, are watching you more and more. And this is what I was saying to you, like, um, when we were recording in the studio, like, I'm here for the close friends when, you know, you're on holiday. When you're not on holiday, I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see your kids. I don't want to see your (laughs) siblings, your family members. None of that shit. Show me... Do you know what I mean? Well, you don't want no wholesome content. That's what you signed up for. Can you do something for me? Fam, like, I ain't trying to see none of that wholesome stuff. No, I hear it, man. Do you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, man, she's enjoying, you know, we're out here. Um, fresh off the coronation, obviously, it's been, what, like a week? Yeah, soon? it's been a week now, yeah. Um, I think, like, the talk the talk kind of lasted, like, a couple of days, and then, you know, everyone's just resumed as new, usual. We're back to reality, um, bro. Back to reality, obviously, where um, the king is at the helm now. Yes. Um, he's finally got his crown, and we were talking about Camilla Parker. What is it? What's the surname? Bowers. It, it must have Bowers, you know. Is it- Bowers. Dane Bowers. Dane Bowers. <laughs> I don't. I don't even. All I know is I think what you were saying to me the other day was that she won. Yeah, she won. She ain't the queen consort no more. They've taken that the consort bit off. And you have to give it up for someone that is in it for the long run. Delay gratification. They outlasted all their enemies. They made it from the old school. You know, like you know when people are loyal to their jobs, like the the older generation. Oh yeah, 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 for thirty years and that—that's the long game. That's what she was on, bro. She was like, like you know, she knew her position. She parked off. He was probably, you know, telling her like, "I've got this plan." Whilst he was piping her when he weren't supposed to be piping her. I got this plan. I got this plan. Do you see the vision? You're gonna be the the queen one day. You're gonna be queen. And listen, man, it paid off sixty years later. (laughs) Could you wait sixty years? That's different level of patience, you know. <laughs> this is us assuming this what she wants in that, but I don't know what age they met, but um, I know she's been around for a while. Yeah, come on, man, it's long in the tooth. So, so just... in this situation, yeah, let me ask you: Go Do you it. think that she was the one that um, he told the other babe not to worry about, or was Diana the one that was? Um, being told not to worry about. Um, nothing. He was telling Diana not to worry about her. Mm. Even though she well, was she around was first. Her on a sly. Yeah, she, she was around be, first. Um, what did What did he say in, in when they when they um the text leaked about wanted to be like a tampon or something? Wanted to be inside of that bad. Do you remember what, the screenshots? Of and sausage fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Charles. That is an that, insane that's his, bar. That's his first love. Yeah, no, they did when their text leak. I was like, yeah, the um, the level of like flirtation here is different. Yeah, the bants, the chemistry, unmatched. Yeah, it was something else. It wasn't mm. a rotogar, but it was something else. It was just yeah, okay. it was weird, but it was made sense for them. So mm, you, you could tell they were very much. 
yeah, they've been very much into, in, into each other for a long, long, long time, innit? So, of course, you know... Hey, man. You've got the whole Harry and Meghan thing. You've got, then if you're like a Diana fan, you've got you've got reasons why you might not necessarily side with him as much. And then the fact he's not his mum, like you said earlier, all we've known is um, Queen Elizabeth for such a long time. So I don't think that helped for a lot of people to be like, oh my God, I can't wait to the King's coronation. Of course, there are people that love yeah. the monarchy, like we spoke about on Tuesday, but there's definitely quite a lot of people that are probably indifferent for obviously those couple of reasons I've listed and maybe a few more. Obviously, adding mm. the whole like saga with Prince Andrew and stuff, and just where they kind of stand at the moment. Yeah, as an as I an mean, institution itself. So, yeah, and there was a lot of protests at the time. Yeah, um, obviously, people were people people were out with banners saying "Not my king," which. I think this is the first time, I, I mean, <laughs> none of us was alive for the Queen's coronation, um, but I doubt that there was any, like, those type of banners back then. Yes, the world has changed, the country has changed dramatically since then. Yeah. Um, and because that's the longest reigning monarch um, that we've ever seen, it's like alongside the culture change in life, it's very difficult to still have them like, you know, upheld in society in a certain way or seen or viewed in a certain way. And plus we know too much now as well. And, you know, they're, they're, this is like a massive divide in terms of, course, of yeah. like, you know, the, the reaction of, um, you know, the, uh, the, 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 you know, Charles being... Uh, being made king uh, officially with the the crown being placed on his head bro this is like when i saw the image of him being crowned and he closed his eyes for the first time <laughs> bro just imagine it like um you know waiting for something sort of like your birthright yeah no it's, it's something that he's been preparing for happens. from for his whole life at the end of the day. So your mum your mum and dad's firstborn, you know, one day there's something that you're going to have to go through. It's just mm. that you've had to wait a long time because, you know, she lived for a very, very long time. So you've got you've got he's got big shoes to fill essentially, isn't it? So Yeah, absolutely, man. And um it's, yeah, he's got big shoes to fill. I don't know like, you know, what what it's gonna be like under his tenure, but um, it won't be for long because boy is in his mid seventies, bro. Yeah, it sounds harsh, but it's just yeah. the truth. Like, like that's part of life. People, people, um, you know, they go to the other side, and the Don's in his mid seventies. So, I think that's also why maybe, maybe in my opinion, why a lot of people weren't necessarily moved like that. I'm sure they can. Yeah. People can go and do their research in regards to like, television numbers and how many people mm-hmm. actually watch. But, bro, we're going to see another coronation in a lifetime very quickly. Like probably in the next 10, 15 years, maybe a little bit longer, but even that will probably go very quickly. So, yeah. And then obviously William will have his turn and then his kids, whatever. So, yeah. There was a tweet by the police in the build up to the coronation in regards to the pro, any protests or okay, any yeah. disruption. 
Um, let me see if I can find it so I can read out um, some of the stuff that they were saying because um, I think there was a lot of people that were calling out their hypocrisy. Right. Uh, I'm sure I screenshot it, man. What's, what's going on there? I'm going to look for it as well because I'm... Police, help. All right. So this was on the 3rd of May, yeah? Yeah. Um, it was it was a series of tweets that they had put out, but this is the one that like gained the most traction um, with um, at the time of the tweet where I captured it, it had like 680-something quotes to it. So, you know, they were getting cooked. So the Metropolitan (laughs) Police tweeted, our tolerance for any disruption, whether through protest or otherwise, will be low. We will deal robustly with anyone intent on undermining this situation. Oh, this celebration, sorry. So basically, in layman terms, (laughs) I wish a nigga would... (laughs) Try us if you want to. We will not hesitate to wrap it up there and then. We'll wrap it up there. Do you know when I hear stuff like words like robustly, I'm mm. like, okay, yeah, you guys really mean business. You're letting people know that um, nothing out of the out of the ordinary or stuff that we don't like will be tolerated. So it's it's just shit because I think if I'm right, you draw the links to the height of all the BLM protests that were happening in the, in London. Yeah, like obviously post George Floyd, um, and the changes in law that happened under Preeti Patel, in regards mm. to protesting and making it more difficult for people to protest, and we at least by in theory we live in a democratic country, and that's yeah. something people people are out of voice at this pleasure for as much as for as many people as there are that like maybe are either indifferent to the royal family or like myself who maybe want to see them go. There are many, 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 many people that support the royal family. But people should still be allowed to voice their displeasure and protest. And I think protests like that hold more weight when they're done around big occasions like this because you've got the eyes and the ears of the world. Everybody's watching, everybody's listening. It's going to have a bigger impact now from um, from maybe their point of view. Like, right, oh, listen, just let us cut through, man, on our, on our one little day celebration. So I get that, but you can't stop people from doing what they're democratically allowed to do at the end of the day isn't it? and it, it kind of just sets her awful president because you're like okay cool if you guys are doing that now in regards to stamping up protests what's happening or what's probably happening now what's going to happen going forward and other people are wanting to protest about their issues and things they're passionate about you know because yeah. we this isn't fascism but if you kind of move it like it is because those are the only like comparisons you can get in other countries when they start to say no you can't protest you can't do this you can't hold the government accountable in the streets. So that's where it's weird to me, but also not surprising. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree with you, man. And, um, you know, it was just one of those things. And um, um, obviously the, the, the city was held at a standstill for the most part during, uh, you know, that the Saturday and Sunday, because obviously the coronation was on a Saturday and the performances was on a Sunday Obviously, we've gone through the big talking points of the Saturday uh, where the coronation, the official coronation happened. You know, you saw um, 
Charles and Camilla wearing their crowns. Camilla was probably patting her pum pum that night. Hey, hey, hey. Celebration. Yo. yo. <laughs> hey, man. Listen, she won, bro. She was doing the most. What do you say, come get this queen pussy? <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that royal grip. Hey, listen. <laughs> that royal regal grip. Hey, regal, listen, grip regal grip is crazy. Yeah, man. It was it was different that night, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's another level, you know. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, the, you know, they reached the heights. So, obviously, on the Sunday now, we had the performances. I didn't catch... Um, well, the only performance that I caught was Tiwa Savage. Of course. Because, um, you know, I just wanted to see what... I wanted to see, you know, the approach that she took. If it was worth all the hassle, see. basically, all the noise that she was getting for and flack for for deciding <clears throat> to perform. Yeah, man. And, um, you know, I also wanted to see, you know, how she looked because she's an attractive woman. And she's the queen of Afrobeat. She had to go and represent <laughs> Okay, okay. I see, I see where your head was at. Um, so she came out and she performed uh, Keys to the Kingdom, which is on Beyonce, Black is King, Lion King, Wakanda album. Yeah. Um, which is, by the way, like top three songs on that project for me personally. Shouts Mr. Easy as well as Agada and all of that. Um, <laughs> it was a good performance. Zagada. Can't lie. No, she, listen, she, if you just performance standalone, take away all the noise, good yeah. performance. She looked really good up there. Uh, the Keys to the Kingdom she sounded was great. She sounded good. Was was a hilarious song choice. But when I spoke to you at the time, you was like the same time. For that audience. I wasn't when, surprised at it. We're not getting Korobawa, not getting loaded. If she does Robo Skeska up there, boy, they're going to think it's something else going on. So, hey, listen, I would love it. I would love that Shaketa would just come out there with a big jean and that. And just <laughs> start scaring the whole real family and that. So, uh, mate, that would have made my day. But Show them show them real Afro beats. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that didn't surprise me when I actually, when you, when you actually broke it down, you're like, think about it. The audience, you know, what's palatable and stuff. Even though saying those kind of things is annoying, but hey, man. Yeah, yeah and um, obviously, like, if you tie it into what her stance may be on this whole situation, then, you know, I guess... I'm not saying that people will understand it a little bit more because people have gripes of the content of that song and what it means um, to sing that to, you know... Uh, uh, the royal family, the British Empire, however, the way you see it. Yeah. Um, you know, um, if you look at the colonial backgrounds and and all of these things, like people, I know that there was a lot of naysayers and the people had a lot to say about it, but, um, you know, with, with me, I just strictly was watching from a performance standpoint so I can't really give my opinions on like, you know, uh, the, the the pushback that she was getting. I just saw it. No, we spoke um, about it first. And, and I, also, I don't want to over, overextend the point, but as much as there are naysayers, there are people that definitely support the royal family. And obviously we're here in the UK, we have our lens and we have our little like echo chamber on social media, but there's loads of people that in Nigeria were happy for her, supporting her. Like, yes, the Queen of Afrobeats mm. is performing for the King. 
Um, I don't know what I start. She might even have a political stance on it, bro. It might just be bread, bro. I've got invited. Yeah. I'm taking this gig and the bread made sense. Yeah. It's really one plus one is two. Let's go on to the next yeah. performance. It might not be that deep for some people. And I'm yeah. learning as we it have more. Just be, it might just be a case of like someone from Nigeria has come all the way to perform for the King of England. It's really some, that's a, no, yeah, it's, like that's a, to some that's a big look. <laughs> but if you truly know the history of Nigeria and it's um how it was birthed and the ties to the British Empire, it's it's not that shocking. Yeah, you know, so um, we're we're very much linked in it. So it just kind of is what that it was, is. Isn't it? That was Meghan's gift to King Charles. You reckon? Here's here's another. Yeah, let me give you a little. Mm, let me give you a little flavor in that. But I ain't coming to that shit. She was like, Harry, you go for the, just for the coronation and come back home. Don't even go to the performances, bro. Well, it was his youth's birthday that same day as well, I think. So, he, yeah, he, he had a lot on. So, yeah, sometimes you've got to dash the youth down. Hey, <laughs> what are you saying, baby, free weekend? <laughs> It'd be like, <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> I'm going to celebrate my dad, yeah? Me and him like, aren't on the greatest terms, but this is a big look for him, so... Let me just go. Yeah, when you, get, when you get older, you understand them ones. Mm, I'll come back. I'll come back for you, man. Don't worry, man. I've set. I've, I've set us up. Listen, that weekend was yeah. Every, it's shout out to everyone that had a baby free baby free weekend because as soon as there's a bit of sun, there's a bit bank holiday. Everyone's outside and enjoying themselves, isn't it? So if you get a yeah. chance to leave your you at, at, at grandma's, at your baby father's, at your baby mums, you know, with their and, and brother and sister. The, that, yeah, and that was the third bank holiday in a row or some shit. Yeah, we we're being spotted bank holidays, and maybe still got we've still got another one at the end of the month as well. So. Sorry, that was yeah. Sorry, that was the second one. We've got yeah. the third one at the end of the month. Hey man, second, Shit, third, fourth. One, Listen, load it, man. Give us loads because after after May, I don't think there's anything till the end of August. Of August, yeah, the um, carnival um, bank holiday weekend. We yes. need a bank holiday in July, man. We do. England win like the World Cup or something, man. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> Win satin, bruv. Listen, I'll never forget when we had the Euros on and we um I remember work saying, Oh, if we'd won basically if we'd won that that following day, that Monday I think it was, we'd have had it off. Cause they knew obviously if, yeah. if we'd won it people are gonna be smashed, like people are gonna be out late, like it's just um probably good practice and and smart business to be like, you know, give them the day off, but obviously the boys missed the penalty and that, so we never got the day off. Yeah, for real. But no, it'll be, it'll, yeah. it'll be good. It'll be listen. Wherever we can get extra free day, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I'll take it in it. So, absolutely, these, man. These small things we look forward to. But um, even though we covered loads on Tuesday, yeah, there's been stuff. Stuff's happened a bit more recently. Like, uh, the 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 internet's been a bit of a frenzy. Just you know, over. Oh, yeah. um, What's been going on, man? Talk to me. Our, our good sister Janelle Monet. She's uh she's back outside mm. with music, a new song, a new mm. album. Um, mm. and from what people are saying, a whole new approach promotion you know a whole new look she decided to, i don't know where she's performing um she's having a good time and she decided to flash the crowd um uh, the breast man you know and i and I, I, i'm of the opinion listen small small titty flash never hurt anybody so if you want to flash at your breasts i'm i'm not complaining i'm sure the man is complaining <laughs> oh the man weren't complaining if anything it, they were far from complaining yeah um Obviously, like what we're referencing, what were, what this is in reference to, is Janelle Monae's latest single. Okay. 
Um, cause she is, um, also dropping an album. She's dropping an album. Lipstick Lover is the song that has everyone in a frenzy. Um, so yeah, it's a very provocative video. Is it though? Yes, it is. Um, considering what we've we've seen historically, bro, this, this feels mad, like tame to me, like, or is it's it that you're surprised at her? I'm not surprised at her because, um, like I said, I've been a fan of hers from when she first came out. Yeah. And and I've seen her twice before. The first time I saw her must have been like 09, 2010. Um, when she was on a little run, when she was on a... A promo run for the Arch Android album, amazing album. And then I went to see her when she was touring for the Electric Lady um, back in 2013 at Brixton Academy. Um, but so, for someone that has followed her career, you can see that she was slowly transitioning into this woman that she is today. Yeah. Um, obviously, like the type of when she first came out, you know, a lot of people were saying how she was dressed was very modest. You know, she she was in that Tim Burton costume for <laughs> the majority of her career. Now she's a movie star. She's grown into her artistry. Uh, she's always been a dope artist, but, you know, she's expanded a little bit more in, let's say, the past five years. Yeah. For anyone that's been paying attention, this ain't the first like sexual content that she's ever put out. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, but she's free with her um, sexuality, a lot more bold with it. Like, she's not the first like artist to transition, and this is like ten years into her career, ten plus years into her career. So, I don't understand what um, everyone is going crazy for. I think um, if you haven't, if maybe like of like of a lot of things, if you engage with her content a little bit just by what you see in social media, so maybe her looks like her her at the red carpet, just small things here or there. If you then see her flashing her breasts whilst performing, or the lip- lipstick lover video, you might think it's a hard left. But someone like yourself is more informal and been following her, and if you know this, this is yeah. all kind of light. Like she's been expressing herself in the music but um if it's purely innocent in fact like you know like if you haven't got information if you're misinformed then of course your, your conclusion is going to be from misinformed oh, place yeah, which yeah. is purely so that oh me... I, I just see her dressed in suits and then the next thing i see her dressed a bit more scantily or I see her exp- um naked or yeah. half naked or whatever you might think it's a hard left turn or you would assume that someone's trying to use sex to sell their music but i'm sure you yeah, can break it so... down a bit better yeah, so like obviously, um, let me retract my statement when I said I don't understand why everyone's in a frenzy because obviously, granted, I know that not everyone has been a Jamnell Monet fan like that um, to you know really see her journey or whatnot, like or or know that this isn't the first um, of its kind in regards to the content that she's she's put out. In, in the wide um, spectrum of her career. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and 
as she's obviously grown more into the the entertainer that Janelle Monet is, we've seen a lot more flesh, bro. Even on the red carpets, like she's not always in suits. So he's saying she's, me not, she's not always dressed like Hillary Clinton. Not always. Okay, cool. Not always. Um, obviously, like in the first couple of years of her career, she was pretty much in dressed in a suit, in the black and white suit. I remember Diddy promoting her at the at the start of her career because he was pretty much involved in her introduction. Yeah. Um, I first saw her in an Outcast video. I, I can't even lie. Um, a while ago. Um. Uh, I think Idlewild was the the album um, a long time, a long, long time ago. Um, so, yeah, man, like, the first single that she um, dropped for this upcoming album that is called The Age of Pleasure, ironically, um, it's going to be out on uh, the 9th of June. She released a song called Float, um, featuring Shane Cootie and Egypt 80. Okay. Song is called, the song is called, it sounds like J. Cole had written it for her. I don't know if he did, but it sounds like it's a song that he could have made. Um, this is just me speculating. Right. Um, but there was no, <laughs> like, no one took that one in, like, in a way that this is taken in. Obviously, like, I know why, because, like, let me tell you something. This lady has her titties out, and they are sitting, bro. Yeah, swear down. I could be honest with Fam. you. Let's, let's get to the degree. How many times do we like the in, video? <laughs> in a lipstick lover. I only watched it once. I can't lie to you. Um, but I've seen, like, snippets of it um, constantly over all over the timeline when she's coming out of the water. It reminds me of that, um, you know, that iconic Jamaica photo. Yep, yep, where, yep. Where she's same like, font, same T-shirt. And I think, I think that's the reference. That's the reference. It has to be the reference. Because she's yeah, got a T-shirt that says pleasure on it. shooting a video. Of course. So that's the reference. It has to be. Because, yeah, if you, anyone knows yeah. what I'm talking about, the, there's a model. She's got Sintra or Sinta. I think her name is Bronta. I think I might be mispronouncing it, but everyone knows that iconic. Beautiful it's, woman. It's, it's Beautiful everywhere woman. in the barbershops. You see it all the time. It's... Yeah, she's come. She's wherever coming she's out of the water now with a wet T-shirt. I hope she's yeah. Wherever she's at right now, I hope she's eating. Okay, that's how you feel. Yeah, I'm with you. That's that's how I feel. Janelle Janelle Monae was surrounded by beautiful women, and they were just embarking on their LGBTQ plusness. Well, that's what's killing me. Is that obviously the mandem where um we have one default setting in it horniness in it so. It's always mm. there, it's up there, but this isn't for, even for us. It's not for the male gaze. That's why for me, it, I don't know if about it with you, but for me. It definitely is for the male gaze. I saw her resting her head by that woman with the lovely cheeks and the nice tattoo on the cheek. Okay, hear me out. I could be wrong, but she. I definitely feel like she is over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of, yeah, in she terms of the team she plays for. for it. So that's what I'm saying. It's she not, it's, she's by. it's she for the girls and it's for the gays, isn't it? for the girls. It's for the girls and the gays. It isn't necessary for us. It doesn't mean we ain't gonna watch, we're not going to watch and not enjoy the show. Oh, and the audience oh. as well. But they ain't flexing for us. They're flexing for each other. And obviously, we just enjoy what we enjoy. We get, we get like the and residuals you know in it. It's not a bad song. Not a bad song. 
I'll be honest. I I heard uh, I I heard the song. Oh, well, you heard, you watched it mute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chanel Monet's twins were sitting, bro. That's why she had the confidence like that because, bro, show me something perkier with that level of volume, that mass and volume, the circumference. I'm sounding mad horny right now. <laughs> but this is outrageous. What's, what's the <laughs> circumference? <laughs> All I can think about is um, vans with the, um, the the lab coat on and the stethoscope. Mm, <laughs> and the clipboard. Analyzing. Chill out. Analyzing. Yeah, I need to chill. It was funny though. It was, it, was, it was more funny than anything. I was like, oh, look at us. And what's been, what's been hilarious is watching everybody's remixes of her dress sense from <clears throat> Usain Tim Burton to... Mm. man saying that oh she went from Willy what Wonka do? fits to um, yeah. Hooters drip um that Hillary drip. yeah Roll Dow drip Hillary Clinton drip you know like mm. yeah it's um that that's how, that's when the internet is at its funniest and stuff isn't it but I think more than anything yeah. I would hope and I, what I would like is for it translating to regards to her growing up audience musically and people not just thinking it's like a gimmick thing and that's why it's nice when you can have a chat like someone like yourself is like no listen I've been tapped into this lady for many a year and the signs are there in the music. She's been quite free and expressive. She actually doesn't need to do this. This is actually just her expressing herself. It's not, okay, cool. Let me do the sex sells angle. So I think, yeah, I think, man, I think that's nah. cold if you if you are tapped in a bit more in regards to where she's at musically. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, it's... Uh, I think she's she's someone that, like, has always kind of been endearing um artist wise you know she's had concept albums yeah she's um and she's an amazing vocalist like when i saw her live i was like yeah say nothing mm. um and honest to god hand on heart and it's not just because of the video but she's one of the best performers that i've seen serious and you've, you've been to a lot yeah. of shows over the years so you're, yeah. putting, you're putting her up yeah. there. I'm putting her up there. I can't right. lie to you, man. She really, she really like means it when she's on stage. Yeah, I've ne- I've never seen her live, so uh, I'll take that as a recommendation. The next opportunity I get when she's in the UK, I'm definitely gonna go to a show. Yeah, man. Um, and obviously, um, I don't know what this is gonna do or if this is gonna project anything, but. She also starred in, you know, a, a Netflix movie that went to number one. Okay. Um, What's it you called? You know, the, the whole Glass Onion thing. Oh, okay. Okay. With Daniel Craig. And, you know, she was a stand-up performer in that. So, like, she's gaining fans from the movie world as well. Like, she's been in... Um, uh, she's, she's part of um, an Academy Award-winning film. Um, Moonlight, if you've seen it, um, you know she's she's building like in in more ways than one. Yeah. So now that we've seen this, um, it's 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 sort of like the tra- um, when obviously it's a little bit old, but like when D'Angelo came out with Untitled, how does it feel? Mm. It was like this neo soul Donny that like you know has. Um, that that type of music is very much um, you know it's more about substance juice substance um, you know 
a, a multi-instrumentalist. He's on the piano, you know, making, um, you know, jazz-infused music as well. You can see the influences and then that comes out and it's very much sex sells. He's got the body, he's got the female audience and, you know, whoever 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 was marketing him at the time was just like, yeah, man, this is it. And he became a pinup. So he he didn't he didn't done. react well to that though. Like he actually went into like a a dark place. He didn't enjoy that. He didn't enjoy some of the attention he got at the at the shows. How women reacted to him. So it's, you know, um, he sent him into a bit of a weird space. So like I, I think I remember watching. An oh yeah, he became a bit of a recluse. Angie Stone was talking about it. Yeah, he's <laughs> there's a documentary. I think I've referenced it before on a podcast. I need to find it and actually uh, find the name and put it in one of our links for one of our episodes. But. Mm, documentary the women someone's... in the 90s the women oh, in yeah. the 90s oh, were oh. savages oh yeah listen they'll they, they, they they grab your that Freaknik doc is coming oh yeah, yeah. the Freaknik doc for the uh, for the Neo Soho's is different, it's different. Mm. yeah 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 they're grabbing people's meat whilst they're performing they're, yeah very 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 extra so yeah you, you would assume that a man would just you know lap up all the attention and but nah from what he says and what people around him have said that he actually didn't didn't enjoy any of that so it's, that must uh, have been a nightmare performing and someone's grabbing your meat get your raggedy hands off my meat bitch i mean you say that now to your you're on stage with a guitar and you look down and you see something you like so hey, yeah man. but you know how the women say like you know when it's someone that they find attractive it's flirting when it's someone that they don't it's harassment Har- harassment yeah <laughs> it's oh, true mate it's true it's true but it's just how oh, obviously mate. we traditionally react to attention compared to them so yeah um but i'm looking forward to this janelle monet album just to circle back um obviously the age of pleasure like i said it's out on the 9th of june she had that top that said pleasure on there obviously in reference to the album and um at some point in the video she backed it off and we saw how they were really sitting okay i can see what vibe you're on you, you, you like the perky urkies i understand mm. and, I, and I, I ain't talking percocet i'm talking <laughs> Perk. Perky set. Yeah, a perky set. <laughs> yeah, we love it, man. We love it. Oh, but that might be the title still. That's the mm. I feel. It might be the title. But mm. um, bringing it back to the UK, though, um, have you seen this latest checkup interview sit down with Chucky and Stormzy? Do you know what? I've been meaning to okay. um, after seeing the advert and that, um, but I haven't watched it. Uh, I think it's like an hour and a half or something like that. Yeah, it is, but it actually doesn't feel that long. Maybe maybe because I was watching whilst I was working and stuff. You know, like you have, you know, with YouTube, you can be watching something, but you're not really watching. You just listen. You've got it on the background. So the time is mm. very quickly. But what I will say, because you, have, you haven't listened, but um, sorry, I haven't watched it. I think first things first, as someone in the podcasting community, it's always nice when you see someone get a win. And having someone of that magnitude, that standing on your platform is a win. You know, yeah. If this is a reference to Chucky, someone that's been podcasting for a long time, and knowing how difficult it can be to get people of a certain level on your platform, just to see mm. that, I'm like cold. Even before I've even watched it, I'm like, that's just cold. Seeing that advert, the fact they've actually done it and it's coming out amazing. Um, but on the other side of that as well, I'm like, raw my man. You know, we don't get a lot of interviews from you in general. If we do, it's very much part of the um, music. Um, machine, so you go and have to service radio. Yeah, you go and service radio, do the rollout, go on extra, go on capital extra, 
do the morning shows, do the interviews, sit down with Dotty when it's time for that. Do all the things that you kind of have to do because you've got to shake hands, kiss babies. These are the people that play your music. So yeah. we don't even know if you even like doing this stuff, but I know you have to go and do it because you're very much a mainstream act who's relying on their music yeah, being played man. on mainstream radio, in it? So you do that. But to see him go and sit down and still get the opportunity to, for Chucky to have a chat with him and really break down the music, I think was good. Um, I think he really doubled down on him wanting to do what he wanted to do in regards to the third album. Like, this is what I mean. This is the direction I'm going in, in regards to the melody, in regards to maybe, you know, being heartbroken and not being scared to share that. Um, Yeah. Because, of course, we've got Gang Signs and Prayer. We've got the whole duality of, you know, being outside and and coming from a a faith-based background. And then having Heavy's the Head, which is very much like, yo, I sit in this seat now, but there's a lot that comes with it. And just talking about that struggle, whether that really related, I mean, translated to the audience, I don't know. Because some people had mixed reviews on Heavy's the Head. And some people even had mixed reviews on the, um, this is what I mean, the most recent album. But if you've had that much success, I, I like seeing artists take a risk. But there's always a bit, of, there's always a bit of extra context to the risk thing where it's like, you know, I can take the risk. And if it flops, people can go, I can go, you know what, bro, I just, I did something different. But if I take the risk and it bangs, I now get the plaudits for, you know, I'm eclectic, I can be out, be outside the box, I can do different things. So it just depends how you look at it. But I, I think it's also important um, to want to explore different areas of, you know, your artistry once you get to a certain level because you're afforded that. Obviously, like to some, it could be seen as a risk because... Um, it's not what we're used to of you. And um, I think how we consume music in the in this country, especially when it comes to like UK rap and stuff, we almost kind of expect... We put artists in a still, box. We put them in a box. We put them in a box. We put them in a box. We, we expect them to just give us what, um, you know, their introduction to us was. Yeah. So um, I like that he did that. I like that, you know, he went with um, a specific set of producers and writers and whatnot just to kind of, like, bring out the best possible music that he could within him being in that space. Yeah. Um, Obviously, I haven't watched the interview, but um, Chucky is someone that I probably would like to have you know, um, seeing someone like him sit with because um, obviously he's good at what he does and stuff. And, um, you know, anytime when we get like one of our artists to be candid in an interview and really break things down, um, I'm always going to kind of like um, gravitate towards that. Yeah. I think he got into be candid purely around the album and the process and just kind of where his head was at. Of course, depending on what style of conversation or interview you like, there was mm-hmm. definitely some stuff missing maybe in relation to like, you know, Wiley, Chip, some more controversial things, stuff that, you know, you could use for the clickbait title for the YouTube video and stuff. He referenced Wiley a little bit um, and just talking about, you know, they'd actually, they've actually behind the scenes patched things up and he does mm-hmm. have a line that can be looked at as a shot at Wiley, but he says, in, and I hope he isn't lying, Storms, he says basically, yo, in the lead up to the album coming out, he hit Wiley up and said, yo, listen, I know we're cool. If you hear, if you see or hear this line, just you know, it was already recorded. It's not. It's, there's no love lost there. We're calling it. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm happy to kind of see that um, 
be mended purely because the issue wasn't an issue between them in the first place. I'm all for the smoke. I'm all for the clashing. I'm all for the back and forth. But that kind of just stemmed from him stepping in for Ed Sheeran, isn't it? So while it can be justified right. to be upset, but if you actually know the genesis, the the origin story of the Wiley and and um and Stormzy thing was purely just because he was saying stuff about Ed, Ed on social media. Stormzy stepped in, and then we just kind of went left from there, innit? So um, yeah, I know some people still waiting for the whole chip thing. Chips actually announced that I think he's got new music coming this year as well. So I'll, I'll be interested yeah. to see what direction he goes in as well. I just want people to. I'm all for people doing the artistic thing and growing, but as long as it's the product we get is good. I don't just want it to be, yeah. oh yeah, like, yo, I'm, I'm stepping outside the box because some people need to stay in their box. Some people do um, need to stay in their box and some people just don't have the capacity to to take it left. Um, but if you are, then I'm not mad at it. He actually dropped a single last week. What, Chip? Um, or someone else? Stormzy. Okay. Um, off the album. Need You featuring um, Ira Star and Tendai. Yeah. I like the song. Very smooth. Uh, you know, he's on there smooth and that. Uh, the video's cool as well. Um, so, yeah, man. Tendai just dropped a, a three-pack EP. We'll probably speak about it in the music segment later on. Um, alongside, obviously, Chip dropping the rhythm with... Um, Cracked, uh, K-Trap, Frisco. It's called K-trap Techie. And Frisco. They've got the Techie. Techie Challenge at the minute as well. Um, uh, it was the song was cool to me. It was just, you know, he's warming, isn't it? I wasn't, I wasn't moved by it, but it's just definitely far from being a shit song at the same time as well. It was just like, I w- yeah, I wasn't moved by it, and they should have kept K-Trap off. Mm, that song. I hear you. He took it somewhere else, but it just it wasn't right for it for me personally for me yeah no i hear i hear i think you don't have like the right minerals to jump on that yeah it's a different type of beat that he then he would usually sit on but even it's for flow masters yeah even at the same time though it's like i didn't i get when crep does that that fast thing i Mm -hmm. said that bag and got the voice changed but it for me it didn't it didn't slap on that song as well so i was like it wasn't just k trap i was like i can understand why you look at k trap and go maybe mm, but even for the people yeah. that you'd expect to do well on that, like Frisco for me is a standout on there. If, any, yeah. if anyone, um, so. But these are, Frisco is a man that always had flows. Of course, um, of course. So when I first heard the beat and I saw his name on the track, I was like, I don't have much doubts. And I think it's just one of those rhythms where like, the man them delivered, but that was it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think they they did what is expected of them. Um, rather than like saying, "Oh my gosh, this is cold," do you know what I'm saying? Like, I was can like, I be, "Can I be us being mad harsh though?" Because you like, see what you're saying. You're going because people listen to you, just going, "Oh, the man them deliver," but that's it. Imagine my job is to deliver, and I do a decent job, but you're going, "That's it." Yeah, but like, I think what I'm trying to say is that I know that these men can spit and they spat, and you know, but like, it that's all. It was. It wasn't like anything that I would go back to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, there's songs of all of them, man, that they're barring, but it's got something else that would make me go back to it. You know what, yeah? I think this, I think I'm, I'm hearing you. I think if you push it a little further, yeah, is 
maybe this wasn't the song to necessarily release or shoot a video for. When you actually listen to the song, it's just there's something that just sits, you know, that like just sits on an album um, and everyone spits on it and they do their thing. This wasn't like, in terms of like, um, we've not heard from Chip musically in a while. You're kind of coming back. Uh, you took like, I think it looked almost like a year off, if I'm right. Um, just under or just over a year. Of course, you look at all the names, you're like, all oh, right, he's got a song with Crept, K Trap, and Frisco. Sick. That just because of all their different fan bases. And um, we've seen, obviously, um, him and Crep made music before him and Crep to Kona made music before you just on paper you're like alright this is going to be sick but when you actually check it I'm like yeah this could have just been one of the ones that's track 12 on the album and I believe that um, his team probably saw that as the driving force of releasing it just because of the names on there do you know what I'm saying but like when I saw Chip on IG um announced that he's dropping new music this week. I'm like, okay, we haven't heard from you in a minute. I want to see where Chip is at today. Yeah. And he dropped that and I was just like, okay, like, what's, what's, what else is new? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. and, um, I think there needs to be some sort of refresh as a whole in the genre. Um, obviously, like today, we saw the release. Grime or yeah, um, or both. I, I mean, I don't listen to grime anymore, so that not Jesus really. Christ. Do you know what I mean? But um, it, it, UK rap, it's not. Um, I haven't really been excited. Obviously, pot of paper dropped today. Yeah. Um, I ain't listened yet, which... but we can. Yeah, I mean, you know, Real Back in Style dropped today. Obviously, we're recording on Friday night. And I listened to it, the majority of it, whilst um, whilst I was in the gym. Good place to do it? Good place to do it. This is an album that is 15 tracks. It's a debut official album um, on this, on, on um, a major and it is all on his own. Mm. This is clearly someone that has stuff to say. Even though, like, you know, people may have heard this from um, Training Day 3, uh, Thanks for Waiting, obviously, like, after having his stints inside. But I think he wanted this one to be purely just him and giving, like, you know, his perspective on things. Like, you know, you kind of know what to expect content-wise with Potter, but he's just got a way in how he delivers it. And um, I think with this one, like, there's a few standout songs already for me where, like, you know, he's really talking about certain things in a way that only he can tell it where there's no features required. Yeah. When I see 15 songs, no features, I'm like, okay, cool. You're putting, you're putting a, lot of, a lot of weight on yourself, but if there's anyone I could look at to deliver, it would be him. Um, I do like him collaborating. I feel there are some people he works well with. Um, like, I, I liked hearing him and Suspect. Um, I like him and M. Honcho. Mm-hmm. I loved him and um, Tiggs the Author, Gangster Writer. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So Thanks for Waiting was a good project, innit? And it's mad. If this if that was anybody else, you call it an album. 
Thanks yeah. for waiting. You could easily call it an album and put numbers up with that. Like with what, he, yeah, with what he did on that the production, it all sounded great. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and um, I think it was one um, that the fans appreciated. Like, you know, we waited and you delivered. Yeah. Um, and you know now we've got the album, and um, I think he just wanted to 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 be purely him, a true representation of what all the noise has been about without, um, you know, relying on anyone else to kind of help him through it, um, you know, uh, in, in, in the songs. So um, I kind of appreciate that, to be honest, like, you know, on his own back, it was a bold move because nowadays how music is consumed, everyone's more looking forward to who's featured on a project rather than the artist itself. Yeah. So, um, and I can see like people being lost in some of it, some like, you know, because it's just him and we're not necessarily used to hearing an artist just purely on their own. So we could do one day, like just as, as, as another one of those, oh, one day or save the conversation for another day, actually break down projects where people have just been on them solely by themselves and the album, the EP, the mixtape has slapped. I'd want to mm-hmm. do that one day and be like, put up like a top 10, top five projects of people that were just solely by themselves but they popped off. That's that like mm. one day, it? So yeah, but I'm, I'm going to listen properly and I'm sure we, um, we we sit down properly in studio again next week. We can have a bit more of a deep dive when we've all had a chance to like, live with it a little bit more. But off first, off first listener, you're welcome with it. Yeah, man. Um, okay. I am. I am. And um, bro, like, I think he's, I think he's very cold, man. Um, he's a bit, he's, that's, yeah, bro, he's cold, bro. He's been cold, bro, from, the early days from KB and, and Potter from, you know, just, yes. Yeah, he really knows how to, um, he really knows how to rap. He knows how to write a beat. Bro, if there's one um, thing Potter Paper is going to do, I know it's going to sound horrible, is go to jail and rap. Yeah, and rap, yeah. So, yeah. I hope the first thing I said, this is the last time that, you know, he has to yeah. sit down. And we can just yep. get him just being a rapper because I'm sure that's way more lit than having to go and sit down in the in that mad place. But um, yeah, I mean, people even in this rap. album, like yeah, man, even in this album, he 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 speaks on his journey about like you know now everybody around him is you know is 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 um is prospering because of you know what he's able to now do it's all legit um and he's he's getting it off his talent which is always great to see man and um shouts to him mm. he said his sister wants to go shopping he's sending her to new york big flex <laughs> big flex if you're gonna do yeah. that's how you should do it isn't it that's how you should do it man so um yeah man that's um, real back in style with the ugly teeth and the front cover of the don't, album. Don't do that. A natural smile. What did J. Cole no. say? Crooked smile? Nah, man. Show me your crooked smile, J. Cole. Damn. Give me that fake conscious bullshit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the song where uh, J. Cole's talking about Kaepernick kneeling when, when we're here to talk to the women's in that? Oh, the, the the Miguel song, "Come Through and Chill." Come through and chill. I'm man. talking about police brutality to the babe. 
Come on, bro. Dry up so fast. Yeah, don't don't she be a mood killer. Come through and chill anymore. Mine's that mine's that little house party and that trying to whisper to her badders and her brothers in the corner talking about the sun, the moon, and the earth. Allow me, man. Fam, <laughs> bro. Like, imagine like you're 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 we're, we're out here somewhere, yeah, and I'm relying on you to be wingman, and you're there in a dashiki preaching the word. Don't do that. Don't don't put a dashiki on me. Don't don't be disrespectful. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> man's wearing a koofy talking about chill out brutality. man chill out chill out chill out chill out artists <laughs> <laughs> are hilarious man when you actually listen you're like, oh, this is this ain't the this ain't the mood for this ain't the vibe right now but hey, man, man said you'll be on my mind like Kaepernick kneeling sorry better come off this FaceTime yeah J. Cole's moving on brazy with that, that here, so. bullshit <laughs> it's moving nuts man speaking of moving brazy though um I think it might have been last year. Do you remember that that um that honey trap case, Saul Murray? Do you remember that? I think yes. it was in was it Luton, Bedford? I think it was in Luton. Yeah, Luton, but one one of the two. So <laughs> there was a a guy in his like mid thirties, and you know showed off his. You know, like the, how everyone likes to do their flex on social media, show off their lifestyle from dinners to cars to watches, designer clothes, and you know he'd got mm. earmarked on the internet for having watches and. Someone basically lined him where two women have approached him on the internet for whatever reason. They've patterned up, managed to go to his place, hit him with a date rape drug, which has made him obviously pass out or whatever. And they've either then left and two two other guys, a couple guys have come to basically come and rub the watches in it. And Robbie gone wrong, he ends up dying in the, in the robbery. Watches end up being fake as well, which is crazy. I don't know why they even put rest that out there, peace, but man. rest in peace, first and foremost, watch it end up being fake. And uh, I think now the people have been, um, they've now been convicted. Everyone that's involved was involved in that, in that case. And it's always a talking point for the man when we have these like honey trap cases. I remember, don't you remember back in the day, the young Shaquille's Townsend, he was on a bus yep. and that, they got lured somewhere. That guy I think is either on, is either out now or coming out soon. And that case always pops yeah. up when we have these honey trap cases. But the reason why I'm bringing it up and the reason I find it interesting is just talking about like ages and how people can be influenced. Because one of the girls that was in the case that's been convicted was only like 20, 21 in that university. Yeah, she was in her third year. <clears throat> um, from what I saw, she was in her third year at university. And she was with she was working side by side with another lady who happened to be 15 years her senior. Mm. Um, to me, obviously like, don't shoot me down and I'm no way defending the acts of um, both of the perpetrators. But that little girl was groomed, man. At 21, you got groomed. No, because that wasn't the first offence. And I'm sure it wasn't just done, like, within her being 21. Okay. Um, but I, I, I think that this is something that we can't... Obviously, everyone's going to go towards the crime, crime and stuff. And um, what she did, it was devastating, man. Rest in peace to Saul Murray. And, you know, they deserve all the punishments that they 
are going to get. I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't seen if there's been um, a sentencing yet. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but usually when you see someone, uh, when someone is young and the other person that they're committing a crime with and the other person is significantly older, they're the ones that are calling the shots. Usually. Yeah. I'm not saying that this 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 young lady didn't have her own brain. She she does. But, you know, I don't know. Um but yeah, man, throw the book at them, bro. There's no other way of saying it. Because um this seemed to be like a, a reoccurring thing. Um the other the, the other lady, the Asian lady, um that also was a, a part of this seemed to have made a career out of it and she's a mother of four. I thought she was out of here. <laughs> out of here, bro. I, I, I can't believe here. this. Dude, but these can't things, these this, people bro. people live these lifestyles. Like a lot of the things that come as shocks to us, yeah. People are really out here lining stuff up, you know. Um yeah. with money comes vultures, isn't it? You got the Jack Boys. Remember Trey Song says shouts out to the Brixton Jack Boys. Better luck next Better time. Better luck like, next time, niggas. Like, <laughs> people, when, you, when you have certain things, things of certain value, you attract a lot of positivity. Everyone starts spreading you. You're the guy or my guy. I want to be like you. You also attract people like, raw. okay, there's money over there. How can I get a piece of that money? And mm. these are the type of instances. And more than anything, of course, um, it's sad and they should definitely be punished, yeah? But also punished for the stupidity a little bit as well because there's bare little things of how they get caught like you don't have to do that to my man and stab him also one of the one of the people involved in the case they've they lay co- lo- located him by his flashy designer jacket that he wore to go and do the thing yeah and that was that jacket that Moncler jacket was one of like just under 100 that had been sold in the UK so it was very easy to locate you like the police didn't have a hard difficult job to track everybody down you know what was that a one of one joint? Yeah, no, it was. It wasn't a one of one joint, but only like a hundred had been sold in the UK at the time. Maybe right. even just a little bit less. So it was like, and it was you know those where it has big Montclair writing. Like, come on, bro. It want to struggle for the police to do their job in it. So also to your, to your point, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I said I said oh, rush twenty. Remember this thing happened last year in it. So, um. She would have been 20 then, innit? Cool. I still look at it like, yes, the lady involved was about 15, 16 years older than her. But we always have this comment. Remember that Dave Chappelle joke about how old is 16 really? If you ever if you ever watch the stand-up special, you know what I'm talking about. But you know right and wrong at that age, in my opinion. And we're talking something where you're involved in drugging someone so that they are incapacitated so you can do what you want to them in regards to stealing from them. I don't have a lot of sympathy in that situation. I'll be honest with you. I don't. Oh, yeah. Bro, me saying this doesn't mean that I have sympathy for her. Yeah. I'm just stating the fact that, obviously, like, yes, you do know right from wrong at that age, but you can also be very foolish. Of course. and Definitely. You know, I don't think she went and, there thinking that they were going to kill my man. That I would say. Yeah, I, I don't think she yeah, knew it was yeah. going to go that far. Absolutely. And also, like, how things start when maybe you're Actually, younger. Actually, no, man. I'm reading, you know, man. Things, 
I'm reading it says, when she gave evidence, Dylan admitted targeting six men in similar so-called honey trap, honey traps between October 2021 and February 2022. And that aware the girl and the, the young girl had been involved on four occasions. So they've been outside doing this for a minute, boy. Like, they're, bro, they're the, they're the Laurel and Hardy of honey traps, bro. And, and they honey like, traps. They've been out here doing their thing, so... Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, this is not, like, something that was just done. It, it wasn't a one-off incident, and it wasn't just when she was 21. It must have been, um, you know, I don't know. But throw the book at them, bro. Yeah. Throw the book. That's what you're saying, book, yeah. Man. She, out of all of them, is, I think she's got the um, the lesser sentence. I think also because, like, I think if I, I could be wrong, but it wouldn't shock me if the judge um, didn't take into consideration, obviously, her age, um, the influence maybe of the older par- parties involved. I'm assuming it's her first offence as well because she only got seven years. Yeah, um, so I was watching um, the 24 hours in police custody or whatever. That, that's, that what made, that's what made me bring it up when they, and, they, and, they, and they sat down with her. They, it covers her whole interview process and, you know. Yeah, and they were saying that, you know, first time offender and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's... um. It's a huge, I mean, it's not the biggest sentence in the world, but it's a significant amount um, at that age. And she's going to have to eat that. Mm. Eat that. You're actually very fortunate that that's all you're getting. Bro, the you real- might just go away with doing half. Bro, the really is probably do like three to four years and she'll come home and that. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's... And, you know, look at the devastating effect that it's caused on you know, Donnie's family, you know, and things like that. So, yeah, man. Yeah, no, yeah. Throw the book. Hey, sit man. down and, you know, reflect on the, the, the fucking um, shit that you did, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, don't think about disappointing your mum only now. <laughs> Yeah, when I, when I was when I was watching the footage, the um, twenty five of police custody, and they were like, and she was saying, "Yeah, at this point, I'm on." What makes me laugh is like when police will be speaking to someone, yeah, and it's something brazy, like, "Yeah, um, so we're arresting you for murder," and they will ask you, "How do you feel?" <laughs> 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 How do you think we feel, bro? <laughs> How do you think we feel? And she was like, "Can I just say something, yeah?" And I was like, "Yeah, she's rattled." Yeah, she, yeah, she's finished. She finished. She finished. And that's, then, and then, when they really pressed on her, that's when the no comments came out flying. But that's when she started moving like a career criminal. The whole no comment, yeah, no re- comment, yeah, because you know when, when like, the, yeah, you could say all of that, like your disclaimer, but let's cut the bullshit, yeah. And then that's when the no comments came flying, boy. <clears throat> you got to charge to so, the game, man, in it. So listen, charge that shit to the game. Listen, kids don't get easily influenced by people out there, innit? So, and uh, yeah, man, there's there's other means. Like you're ruining lives. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, irrespective of the fact that you know, um, some people were saying that you know, the, the, the Donny was a criminal himself. Okay, so what? It doesn't mean that. Like, do you know what I mean? You don't. Do you know what's that. mad though? I don't know how true this, but I remember reading that he himself had been involved in that type of setup thing before, where he'd lined someone before. And if that's oh, true, really? it's very interesting to see him go out that way. Yeah, I've seen... Because he, he'd been on... 
I think he'd been on 20,000 police custody himself beforehand as well. I, I think I'd watched that episode of him being on there, but um, I couldn't remember what it was for. Yeah, so I did read that, but I didn't know if that 20,000 police custody when Saul Murray was on there prior to him being killed, if it was involving a honey trap or drugs or something else. Of course, you're being stereotypical, but... Um, so what he was so in this case where he's the victim he was drugged and stabbed yeah he was, so he was so basically the the girls they'd interacted with each other on like on IG or Snapchat or whatever the girls come to his yard and they obviously they chill out have drinks they involve in a sexual activity of some sort he gets drugged whatever passes out and mm. then the Donnies come back and I think in him either like stirring waking up they try to rob him and that they get the watches but I don't know if there's like a tussle or whatever's happened. Whatever the case is, he gets stabbed in it. And and like, even with the guys, I, I, I wouldn't even, I don't think it's even far-fetched to think they didn't think they were even going to um, kill him. Because a lot of people do the thing where, oh, I'll give him a leggy. But there's loads of like major arteries in your legs. You get stabbed in the wrong area, you're done for. That's, man said I'll give him a leggy. I, I wasn't even trying to be flippant, but that's 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 the language <laughs> and you hear out there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I only I only brought up because it's on socials and stuff. Um, it's something we didn't yeah, cover. Man, uh, we we yeah we didn't cover last week, but I know we spoke about it on Tuesdays. So I'm just trying to rehash and remember some of the conversation we had. Um, so last year, obviously, we had the Ashaka concerts, the couple nights in in London at the um, Brixton O2 O2 Academy. Yeah. Um, and of course, we had the unfortunate incident of some people losing their lives because of the whole like stampede melee crowd disturbance outside um and now he so off the back of that Brixton got closed and it was look it's been looking like it was something they're trying to push through as a permanent closure um possibly wouldn't surprise me if they turn that building into flats a new development whatever and there's been a petition with about 50,000 signatures if not more of people trying to support it not being closed you know trying to bring back Brixton or two Couple that with the fact that Ashakir has now announced that he's coming back to the UK in August for his own headline show at the O2 in Greenwich at a big venue. Mm. Um, mm. And it kind of just started a conversation about, is it too soon for him to be in, in, in the UK performing? Is it a little bit insensitive? This issue hasn't necessarily been resolved with regards to holding anybody accountable, whether it's the venue, the promoters, security, people lost their lives. And I just wanted to kind of recap and, and get our thoughts and opinions on that, first and foremost, and um, and him obviously coming back to the UK. What do you think, Vance? Um, yeah, I think that he... Sometimes timing is everything. And in this case, because of how devastating the show was, um, I, I understand why there's a lot of calls, um, you know, in, in regards to like people criticizing him, saying that it's too soon. I understand that for sure. Do you know what I mean? Because not only did it open up a, a huge um, thing about um, people's safety and, you know, people dying, obviously, mm -hmm. unfortunately losing their lives. It also put a spotlight on 
how uh, the mismanagement of of things at the Brixton Academy and O2 Brixton Academy. Yeah. So it opened up a, a, a huge can of worms. Unfortunately, like you know, it wasn't Ashake's fault um, directly, but your name is attached to that, and I think when that happens of that magnitude, you kind of have to be responsible about how you move going forward. Now, I think a lot of people were calling for a statement from Shaka and his team or, or whatever right. um, when these things took place and he acted accordingly. I'm not sure if people weren't satisfied or not, but he did what he had to do um, mm. just from a PR perspective and just from a moral perspective because if I was an artist and I found out that three people had died, including like uh, a, a member of staff that was supposed to help secure the venue yeah. and make sure that everything was to run smoothly, I would be compelled to issue out a statement as well immediately. If, if, if anything, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Because like, it's a music concert, it's a show. So you would imagine that this would be something where people will feel at their safest, where it's full of nothing but enjoyment, Mr. Money with the vibes, not expecting for them to for there to be casualties more yeah, than one the, as well. Our music, Afrobeats music, is about love, vibes, dance, <clears throat> enjoying yourself. It's not. It's not music that in, encourages violence or crowd disturbance. It's not that vibe. Yeah, exactly. Um, so obviously, it still left a bit of taste in a lot of people's mouths. And as we know, life goes on, and this person who. put on the show and you've got people that never made it home from that show is now announcing a new tour, you know, months after that tragic incident at a bigger venue. People are just seeing it as a money grab, no album. Your first album was 30 minutes long. What are you going to do at the big, big O2? Mm. Yes. He dropped a single and he's got a couple of features in there, but you know, to a lot of people, this just seems like a money grab. And, you know, I can't fault them in, in, in thinking that way. No, I'm with you, I think. And if that's the focus of the conversation, <clears throat> I, and I think, oh yeah, if that's the focus of the conversation, I'm with them. And I would also like that to be more of the focus of the conversation. Not just yeah. parking off, losing lives. But like I said earlier, the reality is life does go on. That's a sad reality. I mean, we've always spoken about on this podcast about like the whole NIMBY theory. We're always going to feel it differently when it's directly us or the ones around us. But that's a sad reality of death, that things do go on. And he should be allowed to continue with his career. And I hope mm -hmm. he has a, a success when he does flourish. But let's just kind of like park it here and have that chat about, like you said, the album only came out last year. I think like last year, September maybe, if I'm wrong. Um, August, September. Uh, Mr. Money with the Vibe. When the Mr. Album Money with the Vibe, it came out. The 8th of September last year. Okay, 8th of September. So the album's not even a year old itself, yeah? Yeah. You haven't, and, you, you ain't released a new project. We ain't held load or new EP, new album. <clears throat> um, you haven't declined and gone down in regards to your popularity. It's still there. You're still releasing good songs. We're still rocking with you. But like, it's just too soon in my opinion, musically now, what I would, wouldn't like for an artist is for them to get mismanaged where everybody else around them gets to milk everything they can get out of them for this 15 minutes of fame basically so he's in his white hot period 
promoters, people looking at him like dollar signs. Okay, look, let's see what we can get with this guy because, you know, he might not be here in a couple of years. And I think when he was in London, did he do two, three nights of the O2? How many, how many do you remember? I, I'm just... At Brixton? At Brixton, yeah. Uh... It was definitely more than one. It might have been two or three. I'm, just, I'm only asking just to kind of put my numbers argument about selling out. Yeah, so it was two nights, I believe. Two nights, okay, cool. Um, and I know that there was a very high demand. Was, yeah, um, so I think this was the second one of the night. Um, when the whole thing happened. It was, yeah, and um, this was like in December, bro, 10 days before Christmas, and yeah. we are in May. Cool. So, like I said, it's, it's 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 still very it's fresh. Very, it's, only... it's not even half a year, bro. It's not even yeah. half the. It's not even past half the year. Like that is going to be fresh in a lot. Of, do you know what I'm saying? It's no, it's no, just definitely. It's just in bad taste. Like I said, bad timing. It I just, just I don't. Know, I don't. Like know, it's, it's a... The taste thing's hard though because like <sighs> I say taste because of the timing. But when does he, what, what's the time scale of when he, that person should go back to work, essentially? Because it's not like he's not, he's not, he's not like he's not touring no or one, doing shows in other locations or he's not outside. Yeah, no one's had a problem with that. No one's had a problem with that. But the, 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 frankly, if we're being frank, them incidents didn't happen in those places where he's been able to tour without any criticism at all. People have gone to his shows. Yeah, but and I'm not doubting that people are going to the show at the O2. Yeah. But when you're coming back to the city where this has happened not like no no less than um no more than six months ago or five months ago. Yeah. It's gonna be seen as, you know, bad timing and poor taste is gonna be associated with that unfortunately. What do you think is an appropriate time scale to wait or for him to come back and do a show in London? Um, I don't know. I only ask because if we can, uh-huh. if we can say there's a time point where it's too soon and I'm with you, I'm not, I'm just for the sake of the conversation, just so we're clear. Yeah. If we can pinpoint and say, yo, this is definitely too soon. And we can, we can use phrase like bad timing. What would be a good amount of time before you can come back is it when things are concluded whether we know Brixton or 2 is going to be shut completely whether there's an investigation pending and there's some conclusion with that how long before he should come how long is it like okay cool that's enough time you can come back to the UK and perform come back to London specifically and perform um, well I'm not sure if O2 have released an official statement that Brixton won't be coming back again but I'm pretty sure that that's what's happening. That's what they're trying um, to. That's what I, like I referenced earlier, the whole petition thing. They're trying to, because um, my opinion is that they it should definitely be, I think it should be closed and refurbished. I wouldn't like to see it go, but I understand because of the people losing their lives. I think it should be closed, refurbished, and there should be some measures put in place in regards to security, whether that's a whole new, new security firm, new rules in regards to, new rules in regards to security, how they um, act with regards to crowd control whether having another exit because you know like you've been to O2 many times about and there's definitely at points where it's, it's one way in one way out which makes it very difficult when you're coming in and also when you're leaving when that whole crowd swelling happens and everyone's just on that yeah. main road so just and I've and I've said um before um I think I said it in a in an episode that we recorded earlier this week that I've been in situations in that venue where it could have gone that way 
Yeah. More than once. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, you know, there's, there's, there's always been that case where there has been security concerns within that venue. The venue was old and rigid in some places um, where when there's 3,000 people outside trying to bum rush the doors, it's only going to end up in, you know, tragic events. And it's not just the security's fault, but obviously it stems from them not being as tight-knit as they should. But it's also the people, um, you know, in how they were behaving that night. Absolutely. That that fateful night where we saw a mum not being able to, you know, open presents with her kids on Christmas, which was a few days later. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Um, and when the venue is still under review um, because of these things, and, you know, the show must go on. So a lot of the shows that were scheduled to be at Brixton have been um you know, um, forwarded over to the event in Apollo in Hammersmith. Yeah. Similar um, size in, in venue, innit? Similar size in, 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 you know, venue. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, but I'm not, I'm not saying that life shouldn't go on and that he shouldn't be able to have a career because he wasn't directly at fault for this. But like I said, because it's been attached to his name, I think, um, you know, there's a, there's a due diligence that you have to do. Mm. And um, even the people that aren't, I'm not even going to say not phased by the tragic events, but would still go and see him. They're thinking, what are we going to listen to? I went to the last show where, you know, where they, people that I know that went to the last show not the not the the fateful show, but the 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 show beforehand. Yeah, they're like, what what are you gonna give us in this in you know at O two? Maybe he has something um, coming out because I know that he did drop a single last month. Yeah, that two thirty single. Good song, um, by the way. But what are you gonna give us, bro? Like, it wouldn't shock me if we do get a project beforehand. Um, but I am with you. If we didn't, it's the incident happened not less than a year, like less than a year ago. The album is out less than a year ago. So it does seem very quick. I think obviously the second show got cut short because of what was going on outside. There's definitely, they've also got the, the back office stuff where you can see all the analytics for how many people tried to get tickets. Um, mm-hmm. I know it it wouldn't surprise me if it sells the O2 out, but my only worry outside of obviously what we're talking about is where's the room for growth for the artist if, if he doesn't release a project, an album, an EP before August when the show is happening, we have the show now. That's now your level, isn't it? Who really wants to come I down think... and go back to ten thousand, five thousand? Even though, like, this is these these are crazy numbers for people to come and see you. But if you sell out an, uh, an arena, a venue that's twenty thousand people, and you've only got one album out, let's say, God forbid, the second album comes out and it's not well received, that will translate in relation to your ticket sales and your next tours and stuff. So. I would like him to be managed better. Um, and I am very much with you as well. I would only ask him the, com- the question for conversation's sake in relation to yeah, I how soon it is. I personally would have dropped a project first. Well, before announcing? Um, before announcing, it kind of sets more of a precedent 
um, and it gets people back into, you know, pull it all into the music. That basically. mode. Yeah, you're pulling it towards the music. You know that, um, you know, that's where the motivation lies. Um, and, you know, it is what it is, but hey, man, I know that people are still going to go to this. That's what, that's what for me is, is just the underlying thing. Despite this whole conversation, it's a good conversation to have. Even some of the same people that are saying those things about what we're going to listen to, they're going to go to the show, bro. They're going to go. They're going to go to the yeah. show. That place that place will yeah. be full out. Um, I think it is, if you do cut the artist some level of slack, I don't want to, <clears> I don't want to be incensed. I think also we, diaspora is big over here in regards to like Afrobeats fans in Nigeria specifically. In terms of like your markets where you're going to go, this is a big market yeah. you want to go to. Um, and it would have shocked me if the pool's Huge the, market. the pool's there and it's like which like that's that that kind of not so nice statement of the show must go on where they're like, listen, we just need to get back to it. London's there, they want to see you, the demand's there, let's get back to the show. And if he's been doing shows in other locations, it's like, okay, cool, let's get back outside. But what you said is key. Where the thing happened isn't these other locations, it is in London. So I think mm-hmm. it's um it's all sides of the, of the of the conversation. I just um I understand people's misgivings and mine from a more musical like handling and act properly i'm more worried of like yo you don't want to have people not on your side so it needs to kind of step steady and box clever and then also remember what you did like why you entered this in the first place of course of course like and the, the type of music that he makes and how it was brought to the forefront it was refreshing because we weren't i, I mean I don't know, man. Like, I'm not the biggest Afrobeats fan, but I, I hadn't heard music like this You're at right. you the hadn't. level that he's at. We hadn't. He was he was so, finding a good pocket of uh, Afrobeats with Amapiano infusions. He's also you can hear like um, the spirit spirituality in the music as well. If you're from where I'm yeah, from, you know about people going white garment churches. <clears throat> you can hear the praise and worship as well in the music, and I think mix all that blend together. His his style was unique, or is unique, sorry. Yeah, and like, you know, I, I think I came on a podcast one day and I was like, I don't get it, when everyone was going on about um, the the single, the remix with Burner Boy. Osuma. Yeah, I wasn't like, I wasn't necessarily moved by it. Um, but then I heard the album and I was just like, this is incredible music. How it's just arranged it it's definitely a vibe with a sense of spirituality in it where like he just feels it, it, it's, it's, it's music that makes you feel something. Yeah. But it also makes you move and, and um, do you know what I'm saying? It makes you, um, it's happy music, bro. It's vibes, bro. Mm. Um, so someone that has the ability to do that, um, I, I would like to think that they have confidence that the next time that they go again, they're going to give you quality. Um, so that's what I was more particularly waiting on than a, another show. Yeah. Because like I've seen him do like Dubai, like um, over the past month, a few times. And those are the kind of places where you can milk uh, the, the success of the first album, um, you know, making money whilst, trying to let's say um you know 
process and package out a new album. Um, but yeah, announcing a show like this in London, which is a major city, the O2, which is the major arena in this in this country. Um, you know, I, I can see why uh, it's left a bad taste in, in, in people's minds. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I hear you. I, I hear all sides. We're not certain offence, but I hear all sides. Um, yeah. These things also boil down to money. It's, it's a lot, there's a lot of stuff at, at play here. So yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's just one of those shit things of life. But I, I get why people be upset, man. But um, we, we've done a lot of talking this week. Um, and obviously we're, we're, not, yeah. we're not in usual surroundings and settings, but I know we, we actually had some good music um, recommendations for people this week. Um, on, on both yeah. of us in regards to what we've been rocking and, and, and like, and I know you've been listening and, and living with that Omarion album. He dropped something recently. Yes. Um, so he did. Um, shouts to Omarion. Um, Full Circle Sonic Book One. Okay. It's a really good, um, really good um, theme. Um, it's got a few songs dedicated to the lovers. You know, he's, he's on that vibe. Yeah, a um, couple features on there. There's eleven songs, so it's it's pretty short, um, but it's a good listen, man. I, mm. I highly recommend it. And what was the? Um, I think recommend you, it. The song that you that you um, was company. I think that you recommended. Company is called, um, but then he's got another one called Waiting, um, featuring an artist called Riley, which is one of my favourite songs on that album. Um, Big Vibes was the first single, which was hard, I thought. Um, he's got a song at the end with Seven Streeter. He's got another song called Alkaline Drip, which is cold. Gotta get them pH levels right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> drink, drink that cranberry juice, ma. Better drink that cranberry juice, ma. You're crazy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, another... Another single that dropped was Party Girls featuring Buju Banton by Victoria Monet. Yeah. Dropped a couple of days ago and it came with a video. Now, when I first saw the snippet of the video, I was like, I love you, Victoria, but this ain't it, man. <laughs> not sure if I feel if I'm feeling this, but as I watched the video and I look, and I heard the song in full, I liked it a lot more. Yeah, I don't love it and I don't hate it. Do you know what I'm saying? And you know, she brought a, a bit of the islands into it. Budju did his thing. You know, the beat changed when it came to him. Um. She's a very creative artist that um, is soon going to um, get the flowers that she deserves, man, because her pen is unmatched and um, she really puts all into what she does, which is why I like her so much. So um, shouts to her. She's obviously prepping a, a project, um, you know, a few months ago she dropped a first single or what it seemed to be a first single featuring Lucky Day, which was Smoke. Yeah. Um, two dope artists getting together and, you know, giving us quality modern R&B. No, I'm here for it, man. Like, we, like we've, we've, we've banged on about loads on the podcast over the last few years. The R&B mm. artists, specifically the R&B girls, and the R&B guys as well, let me not leave them out, but the R&B girls mm. have been, 
they ain't they ain't missed much over the last like three to five years musically. So I'm I'm, yeah, I'm always I'm always invested and interested when another one of them has got something to drop, and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see if you deliver, and they they ain't really let us down, so I'm here for it. Um, yeah, man. And um, who else dropped? I was speaking about any. Any, yes. We go, we go again. EP, um, which has been mm. out for um, a few weeks, actually, a few weeks. It actually came out in April, but I've been living with it for a little bit more. And um, my recommendation of that project was called Champagne Problems. And I spoke about any and, yes. the, and the amount of clarity we have in our rap and just like the the song choices, the beat selection. Like um, she's one for me who I can see stepping into that next little phase of her career where she's getting more success, more visibility. You know, we obviously we know her because of the Pen Black Girl song with Amir Brave. That's mm. where a lot of us were introduced to her and it was refreshing. Obviously, sick message, you know. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm rocking with any still. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, yeah, Annie's dope, man. Like, you know, she's a lot of clarity in her raps and um, she flows well as well. And she kind of makes, like, she makes good music, bro. It's just so, That's what it really boils down to, bro. If the music's good, man, listen, there's that, There's a certain easy listening style when you've got a really good flow that you can, yeah. like, if you have the right beats, they just, they will, it's not a carry you because you're mediocre, but they really compliment. And I think she's mm. got that on, on this We Go Again EP, so... Um, and that was one of my recommendations. I was obviously out as well. The bank holiday before the King's coronation, um, the bank holiday at the start of the month, um, Tom Mucci threw a party and he blessed us with um, a snippet of a new song, but it's out now. He's got an EP out called Coast. Uh, it's a two-song two EP. Um, and the song the, the song that I'm recommending off that is called Dabby Dabby, um, mm. I think which means no, no in Ghanaian in Ga, if I'm correct, if I'm correct. Um, featuring Young Dems, produced by London. So if you heard that tag on like some music from Rema, Iris Star, one of the biggest Afrobeats producers in a minute. Um, and it's a banger, bro. Cold video shot in Ghana as well. Little 80s themed. And it's just nice seeing him step into his creativity after Antoinette coming out. Uh, Antoinette, Antoinette. With uh, my man, Veg Dream. Um, he made the... What's the song the for for the Alele Blue for when when France oh, won the World yeah, Cup? Oh yeah 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 yeah. So like. Amen la coupe à la maison. Alele Blue, Alele the champion. <laughs> to see my man only be a couple songs in already collaborating with some heavy hitters, from Veg Dream to being like collaborating with a big producer in 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 London. Do you know what it is? <clears throat> it's Tom having the way that he is is like sort of like infectious and I think that um a lot of people like you know really truly vibe with him. Yes. So um it doesn't surprise me that he's making like these strides and these connections um very early on in his career. Obviously like he's got a long way to go growth wise because we're only seeing the introduction of his music career now. But, um, you know, the way it's looking, like, he's only just going to get stronger, get better. Um, and, you know, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he, what he brings out um, next, whether it's um, in in acting or in music, man. I just, I just like I've to heard, see I've heard some snippets from some other stuff and 
there's more music. It ain't a fluke still. There's, I just, I just, I'll be just, just be interested to see how people take him in. But there's, there is more music that I'm like, okay, cool. There's something there. There's definitely something there. The fact mm. my man, Antoinette, yeah, produ- song, man. yeah Antoinette is produced by um, P2J, who was a primary producer on um, Made in Lagos. So you can just see like the, the support's oh. there in it. So P2J has been winning quietly for the past number of years. Like, you know, working shit down, on yeah. A, yeah, on a classic album like Made in Lagos, working with Beyonce, like it doesn't get bigger than that. He's, he's killing it at the minute. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm, if you, if you are, I'm happy to leave it there. You know, like I said, yeah, we're, we don't uh, have much time on, on, on the device that we're using. So, uh, you know, time or no time, bro. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at the real clock. Like, hey, yo, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, yo, hey, yo. Yeah, we did start a little bit late, man. Um, but, um, I'm happy to have got this done. Might add some music to the edits. Oh yeah, do what you need to do. You know, another another, another one in the bank. This is um officially mm. episode three hundred and eighty nine, three hundred and ninety. Yeah. I think you're correct. Three hundred and ninety. Yeah. Um, you know, we made it, man. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> you know, I think yeah, the title have to be has to be Perky Set. By the way, Perky uh, Set. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and lastly, um, in terms of music, back to the UK. Another release from um, an 0207 Def Jam artist called Tendai. Um, he's still relatively new to the masses, but he's coming and he's got a free pack EP called Free One. Okay. Tendai spelled T E N D A I. Really young, exciting artist um, who um, is uh, pretty much into the R&B, the old R&B and soul kind of vibe. Um, so yeah, check it out when you can. Sick. Um, he's also featured on um, Stormzy's latest single with uh, featuring Ira Star as well. Okay. So um, yeah, he's he's got a lot coming um, and he writes too. So listen, we've got a whole host of stuff to talk about next week. Which I'm really excited about Chrissy's back. We got Misfits boxing, which which would have happened mm. by the time you're receiving this podcast. Would uh, I'd be interested to see who won out of Pagey Cakey in Tennessee. Um, mm. We got the, I think the Fast X premiere. Ari Lennox is in town next week, so there's a. Uh, mm. I think we're, we're eating good podcast wise next week, in it. So, you know, yeah. And, um, we'll, we'll be on to bigger and better things as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to catch up with you as always. You guys know what to do, which is use the hashtag, which is off the cuff pod. Get yes. involved in the conversation. Let us know your thoughts and your feelings. Um, you can even leave some feedback now on Spotify. As well mm. in the comments when you're on when you're on a podcast, um, your thoughts on the yeah, on the episodes, so. get involved, leave a review as well. You know, just just tell a friend to tell a friend. Word of mouth is still some of the best uh, promotion out there, alongside all the other things. Absolutely. But don't be afraid to tell tell a friend to tell a friend, and, and spread our community. Shouts out to the Cufflinks. Shouts out to RNAs and the Vans, man. Yeah, we'll, man. Uh, we'll be here again next week. We circle back next week. Peace. <laughs>